First of all, I want to issue high compliments to ChatGPT for uh, for coming up with that list so far because it's, to my experience, dead on accurate. A lot of us who are drawn to coaching and healing have that urge to connect with other people in an intimate way, mm -hmm. but that's not the skill set that makes for the ability to go out into the outside world and promote yourself. And this gives you such a huge tool that you can use to represent who you are and what you do inside uh, in a way that's plug and play. I don't know about you. I don't know how many first, second, and third drafts you write of your books, but you got to get past the first hump. Yeah, I'll give you a hint. It's way more than three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Wow, what a mind-expanding session we've got for you. Uh, the big thing for me was learning how to make AI not scary and not fuzzy amorphous to find out what we practically can do with it as coaches and therapists and healers. And it's a genius partnership if you can figure out how to use it. And we show you how in this episode. Yeah, so this episode is all about AI for coaches and coaching. And what we start out with, it was a 100% improvisational experience where Gay asked a few questions, which allowed us to build the foundational principles of how you'd want to run your own coaching organization, what the biggest challenges are that most coaches have, how to overcome them, but more importantly, how to write outside copy, how to write blog posts, how to create images and grow your practice, grow your visibility, grow your expert status with very little work. This is something that literally can save you 10 hours of time and compress it into 15 minutes. I believe you're going to be able to impact more people, make more money, and have a lot more fun spending time in your superpower. So hope you love this episode, watching it, consuming it, as we did making it. Welcome to this episode of The Big Leap, and we're going to talk about The Big Leap AI for Coaches. And the basic idea is, Gay's going to drive this, and I am going to ask the Oracle, the chat GPT gods, and also pick some tools for how you can be a better coach using AI, and also how you can use it to um, be a tool as a coach to help you be not only a better coach, but a more effective, more efficient one, and probably add your capabilities way beyond what you're used to. So maybe you could set up a scenario, Gay, of how you would like this to go. And uh, we are imp improvising this whole thing, by the way. So we're purposely um, starting out with very little agenda other than uh, we know our goal is increase the capabilities, be a more profitable, productive coach. Yeah, I uh, think we ought to think of AI, you know, talking to AI like you might talk to a stadium full of 50,000 people. And then there was some machine that kind of extracted the essence of the whole thing for you. Yes. And so what I was thinking is um, I personally don't know exactly how chat GPT worked. I tried it a couple of times and did some fun things with it. And then I completely forgot about it. Now I'm coming back to it again. And so uh, this is my reintroduction to it. So let's just start out with some basics. And a basic being, 
what is it that coaches really need to know in order to thrive in their life and their profession? Okay, great. And we can, um, I'm waiting for ChatGPT to fire up and, and behave itself right now. So I'm waiting for it to come up and I'm actually going to share my screen. So for anyone watching this, I'm going to share my screen. And for anyone who is uh, listening to this, I'll narrate what's going on. And I'll begin by telling you how I do all of my sessions, because some of the big takeaways are there are some tools you can use in ChatGPT that can make you a better coach. So I'll talk about how to um, process information and also how to summarize uh, your notes so you can do follow-up emails really quickly from a session that you might do with someone. And um, I'll begin with a couple of the tools that I always use. So I'll flip to the screen here if you're watching this. And um, you'll be able to see this is what uh, ChatGPT, the interface looks like. And typically, I think what's important is make sure that you're paying for ChatGPT Plus that as of right now is around $20 a month. And um, you'll default and pick on pick ChatGPT 4 and pick default, which gives you the capability of asking good questions versus the older version, which um, this one has more natural English-like uh, follow-up. And the second thing that I always do, and I would open up, is um, I always run otter.ai, which is a real-time voice transcription um, program. And I like to ask whoever I'm coaching, hey, is it okay with you if I transcribe this call with you? Because I'll give you the transcription and then we'll use the tool to follow up with you to give you everything that we agreed on. And um, then... Uh, you know, what I would suggest is, you know, like, um, you know, we can, and I like to talk whatever I'm going to create. So if we were going to start with a good question and you had one, but I'm going to show people how I do this in real time. So go ahead and ask me, what are the core questions that you'd like to ask chat GPT? And I'll show you how to create a prompt, how to do something called stacking prompts and get the results we want. Take it away, Gay. What's the number one thing you want to learn? Okay, I want to learn what is the most essential thing that coaches need to know and do in order to thrive in their personal life and their professional life with clients. Okay. So I'm going to grab um, that copy. Okay, so I just copy it. Again, the, you're always rewarded for being lazy and um, paste it here. And um, sometimes it's not perfect. So I'll say, what is the most essential thing that coaches need to know in order to thrive in their personal life and their professional's life with clients, okay? So I'm gonna push the enter button and it will immediately come up with a prompt. Now, um, so the responses it gives us, it says successful coaching, whether in a personal or professional context requires a combination of key skills, knowledge, attitudes, and behaviors. Here's some of the most essential elements for thriving both personally and professionally. So it has continuous learning and development, emotional intelligence, clear communication, setting boundaries, ethics and integrity, patience and perseverance, results-oriented, empathy, adaptability, and self-care. So 
what we could do right now is we could literally tell this thing to start writing a book based upon these t- 10 things. But is there one of these in particular you'd like to go deeper on? Yes, I would, because as I was scanning this list, I was looking at it through the lens. Well, first of all, uh, when I was at the University of Colorado for 21 years in the counseling psychology department, I trained about 1,200 master's level therapists, some of whom went on for their PhDs. And then after I went on my own, um, after we got uh, the great good fortune of being on Oprah a couple of times and uh, selling a lot of books, I decided to retire from being a university professor. And I went on my own. And I would say over the past uh, 25 years, we've probably graduated a couple of thousand different people through our coaches training program. So looking at it through that lens, when I saw that list, my first thought was, which of these causes the most trouble for the coach if they don't know how to do it? And um, so a, a couple that just jumped out at me uh, back up a little bit there. I want to, yep. in case people are just listening to this rather than watching, uh, the first one is continuous learning and development. The second one is emotional intelligence. The third one is clear communication. The fourth one, setting boundaries. Setting boundaries jumped out at me along with ethics and integrity. Right. Because of two problems with boundaries. One problem is that people don't know how to maintain healthy boundaries. And so they end up going out for lunch with their clients and sleeping with their clients and getting into business deals with their clients. And believe me, at this stage of the game, I've seen every version of the things that can come from people doing things with their clients that they they wouldn't if they had a little bit better boundaries between them. But the boundary blurs are are not caused usually by anything pathological. It's just that the person doesn't have any experience with how to set those kind of boundaries. And I think, generally speaking, our educational institutions, the ones that I've seen anyway, don't do a particularly good job of handling those very practical aspects of things. That's one thing I was proud of of the program we did at University of Colorado when I was there, because we did have the practical as well as the the theoretical. Um, another thing is in the area, uh, the first one that has to do with uh, continuous learning and also emotional intelligence. A lot of people, if you think about it, go to you know, get into their profession when they're in their 20s or 30s. And a lot of people don't even develop a deep sense of emotional intelligence really until well into their 40s and 50s. Uh, I remember one time talking to a very famous uh, therapist, uh, Dr. Alexander Lowen, uh, one of the founders of bioenergetics. And he says, (laughs) it drove us young people crazy. He said, oh, don't even think about being a great therapist until you're 50 years old. And at the time, I was about 35, you know, as well as the other people in the room, you know, we were saying, no, no. And, you know, he was so right about that in a way, because you can only take a person as far as you've gone yourself. You know, like if you haven't let love 
into your own life and transform your life? How can you help somebody else love themselves? And so uh, a lot of times that um, I know I got my master's degree when I was only something like 24 years old and I got my doctorate when I was 28, you know, and I was, yeah. uh, you know, still in the middle of my twenties or having to do with a lot of things that uh, weren't very emotionally intelligent about me. And I didn't even learn them until later in my thirties and forties. That's the reason when you work with people, you've got to maintain that humble attitude of we're all in this together. We're learning here. We're in a learning uh, paradigm together rather than, I'm it and you're not, or I know it and you don't. You know, mm -hmm, it never mm -hmm. ever works that way. And that leads me to another thought too. The if you look at the statistics for mental health practitioners, for example, which is probably true of life coaches too, they're usually in and out of the profession in under five years. They're doing something else five years later because they've either yeah. burned out gotten gone broke <laughs> doing it yeah or uh you know haven't managed to translate what they know inside out to the public so the public gets to know who they are they're trapped behind you know a fear of outshining or one of the other early childhood issues that i talk about in the big leap that are in the way of their full expression um so uh first of all i want to issue high compliments to chat gpt for uh, for coming up with that list so far because it's to my experience dead on accurate okay well i'm going to make a few comments here before we dive in a little bit further and i'm going to show you a couple really cool tricks um <clears throat> which i adhere to whenever i'm coaching and doing business with uh chat gpt because um what happened here is you came up with a prompt and um, as an experienced coach, you got reflected back some of the most important ones, arguably probably in some of the best orders. And we're going to ask it to go deep on some of these. And I'm going to show you how to stack a prompt next. But I'm also going to show you as a uh, resource how we can go further and have it actually create an SOP, a standard operating procedure that our assistants can follow. We can have it write outbound emails that have some of the stuff in there and do the correspondence for us. The kind of thing that most coaches don't want to do, but also being able to summarize our notes after the fact to get even better um, results. So I always say that one of the things that this is, is the ultimate um, capability amplifier. It increases our capabilities dramatically and helps us with things that we're not good at or don't want to be good at. And I really think that that's a super, super valuable, important thing. And um, there's also picking the right tool for the job. So ChatGPT is really good at a lot of things. There's some things it's not good at, and there's specialized tools to be even better. So the first thing I'm going to do is um, uh, start out, and I'm going to just go with your first inclination, which was the setting boundaries. So I'm going to Again, use the combination of tools to create a new prompt. And the prompt, which I'm going to talk into uh, order right now, is I'm going to say, I want you to create a detailed list of the top 10 boundaries that must be established both as a personal and professional coach with a description of each one that would be appropriate to share 
with a professional team, my executive assistant and the clients. And then I want you to draft an outbound email that I can share with my client about the top 10 professional boundaries that we are going to adhere to as professionals and to my client. I want that email to be written from Gay Hendricks, who is the author of The Big Leap, and write it in his voice in a professional but engaging, emotional, and entertaining tone. Okay, so um, that is the blurb. Okay, that's a lot. That is a stack, and it's built on top of the original foundation of what we got. Okay, so now it's going to produce, be happy to help. Here are the top 10 boundaries, so confidentiality, time management, professionalism, responsibility, non-judgment, objectivity, commitment, scope of practice, respect, self-care. Okay, and now we're going to craft an outbound, so a leap forward, our top 10 professional boundaries. Dear clients, I hope this message finds you right to discoverers and eager for growth. As we embark on this exciting journey together, I want to establish the ground rules, not as constraints, but as stepping stones to pave our path to success. We're in this together, and these boundaries are meant to foster a secure, respectful, and productive environment. Now, I don't know about you, but that actually sounds pretty close to your tone. Yeah. Right? Okay. So it already is. Yeah. It's read everything you've ever published online at this point and built it into the large language model, just so you know. So here we go. Your trust is precious. And I assure you what we share in our session stays in our sessions. That is very gay Hendricks like uh-huh. time management. Our time together is sacred. Let's honor it by starting and ending our sessions on time and notifying each other in advance if rescheduling is needed. Okay. Professionalism. We'll navigate this journey with integrity and professionalism, keeping our conversations focused on your growth. Responsibility. You're the master of your destiny. I'm here as your compass. Well, I'm here to guide. The actions are ultimately yours. That's very much like your voice. <laughs> yep. Right? Yeah. So we go on with these. And that would be, and look at this, wishing you abundance and joy. That is 100% the way you would end <laughs> an outbound email. Now, oh. I'm going I'm to show you two things. Now, I'm going to say um, one more. I want you to write an outbound message to my professional executive assistant notifying her that this is an email that we want to send to all new clients along with the list of our top 10 boundaries once someone has engaged with us and has scheduled their first appointment. So I select that. Copy, pop it in here. And right now, ChatGPT is smart enough to, um, there we go. So action needed, dispatch welcome email to new clients. Dear assistant name, I trust this message finds you well. I've crafted a welcome email for our new clients to introduce them to our coaching approach, establish our top 10 professional boundaries. This email will set the tone for a professional relationship and manage expectations from the get-go. Da-da-da-da-da. There it is. The attached document also includes a detailed description of our top 10 boundaries. It's for internal use only. It can serve as a useful resource for any queries you might get from our clients or team. Okay. 
pretty well done. Pretty well done. And you could do the same thing. Let's say if you wanted to send out some aspect of this as a weekly newsletter, you could uh, totally. Yeah. So let's, let's do that. Um, Let's create. um, I'm going to just go to the, this right now. And I'm going to create a new prompt, a new stack, and it will be, I want you to write a blog post about setting boundaries that includes the top 10 boundaries you had previously written in the voice of Gay Hendricks as an entertaining, engaging, and visceral blog post that begins with a funny joke about boundaries and emotional intelligence. Make sure you end with a list of the top three next steps someone should take to pursue their growth as a professional coach. Okay. Okay, so then we grab that. Copy. Boom. Right. Now, this is one thing I, I hate. Sometimes it will um, not copy everything properly when I grab it. So let's see if, if we can get this to work. Otherwise, I'm going to have to edit it a little bit. Boop. All right, one more time. There we go. Right. Uh, previously in the voice, sometimes it doesn't do it. Engaging visceral blog post. It begins the funny joke about boundaries and emotional intelligence. Make sure you end with the list. Top three next steps. So take to pursue as uh, the growth as professional coach. Great. So let's just see. Um, how long is your um, blog post? Usually how many words? Thousand word, eight hundred word? No, I would say it's even less because it has some pictures. So maybe five to six hundred words. Okay, I'll just do a six hundred word. Okay, now um, that's that's pretty cool. So it's gonna it's gonna write your blog post for you. Boundary lines, a humorous take on serious growth. In the world of coaching, it's often said that without boundaries, there are no limits. On one such occasion, a client asked me, Gay, how do I know if I'm crossing someone's boundaries? I looked at him with a twinkle in my eye and replied, well, you'd feel a sudden zap like a cartoon character touching an electric fence. That's not bad. If it's not great, let's make it better, okay? Okay, Um, better joke. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay, so here we go. There's the top 10 boundaries and then the uh, um, the next steps. But let's say um, that's okay, but I want you to open with a funnier joke, but this time write it in the voice of Ryan Reynolds, but don't mention his name, okay? Um, let's see what the Ryan Reynolds joke comes up with. Okay, if I were to compare boundaries to a movie genre, they'd certainly be a mystery thriller, kind of like trying to solve why a vegan friend gets mad at you when you mistake their tofu for a sponge. It's all in understanding the nuances, folks. That's <laughs> eh, all right. But the the whole thing is if you don't get um, what you want, you tell it what to change. Mm-hmm. 
And this time it kind of wrote it in thematically around um, movies. Yeah. Right. So um, now I'm going to show you something else that's, that's uh, pretty exciting. And that would be, let's say, for example, you wanted to create a photo that would go along with this. Okay. So I'm going to introduce you to another tool and it is called mid journey and it's going to create a picture for us. So now um, I'm going to create a, a prompt that will say, um, now I want you to create an image prompt that I can pass to mid journey that will be representative of emotional boundaries for professional coaches. Okay. So I'm going to grab that. And now note that this means I don't necessarily even need to know how to um, prompt um, and use this tool called MidJourney, which I'll I'll show you in just one second. All right. Um, okay, so there we go. So now it's coming up with visual elements, symbolism, color palette, text, setting, emotional tone. All right. So I'm going to just grab this and say emotional boundaries. All right. Now I'm going to go to this other tool. And this is a, a program called MidJourney. And I, I happen to like this. And basically what you do to create a, an image is you put in the slash imagine, which is just like an instruction. I paste in the prompt that this thing made for me, hit return. And what it's doing right now is it's going to start drawing the picture. Now, I use this all the time to create like uh, diagrams and imagery and know that all this is original. So I was doing packaging products. This is one for someone, a uh, uh, a leadership photo of someone looking into the horizon. And um, I do faces. Here's my son was doing Joe Biden covered in tattoos for something he was working <laughs> on. But um, what it starts doing is, is drafting this. And um, here you can see it's actually making a picture of two people seated. And uh, it's about 78% of the way drawing it. But Again, this is a hundred percent original, unique art, and um, I'm going to zoom in on this a little bit, and you can pick which one of these you like the most. And I'm going to have it do a detailed version. So, um, you know, one's a coach image, sports person. Here's one, two people. Here's a white guy and a black guy. They're holding hands. Here's another one where they're sitting by. They're sitting in a profession, a chair. Do you like any of these at all? No. No? Okay, yeah. so now I might say, so that, again, we can start again. It would be better to can, have it without them holding hands. Yeah, you know, yeah. If it's a coaching okay. situation. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. So I'm going to do something completely different with our own prompt. And I'm going to just say, imagine um, a professional business coach sitting alongside a, um, should I do a, uh, female business coach? 
Okay. Alongside a professional, oops, business woman in any kind of an environment? Yeah, a um, an office, a skyscraper office with a outside the window of the uh, I call it the skyline of New York City. Okay. Okay, let's see what that looks like. Um, oh, for some reason it cut this off. Eh. The little box didn't uh, work for some reason. I'm going to try that again. Uh, professional business coach sitting alongside uh, professional woman uh, in a uh, skyscraper with in a skyscraper a office. Of yeah. Yeah, office. Okay, office. View. Of the New York City skyline outside. Okay. Let's see if that gives us something better. Okay, in the meantime, we did get a professional coach, but it didn't, uh, we didn't have anything else in there. And again, that was a mistake. Sometimes the best images you create are actually mistakes, but these people that you see are not real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, soon we'll see them. <clears throat> and and Midjourney always creates four pictures to start with, and then you can tell it to create variations after it builds them, um, or you can upsample them so they're super high resolution. And then we can paste it into our newsletter or our document later. Okay, so I'm getting the sense that the bottom lower yeah. third one is probably the best. And as soon as it yeah. gets to 100%, I'm going to give it an instruction on upsampling and giving us a high quality version of that. Okay, so yeah. um, here it is. And that one looks pretty darn good, don't you think? Yeah. Okay, so what I'll do then, um, and actually number two isn't too bad either. You know, they're clearly engaged. Yeah, almost it has a little bit too engaged, but uh, so I'm going to upsample version two and number three, and it'll create high quality versions. Okay, so this one I kind of like better. Um, and then if I uh, click on this and I can open it in a browser, you'll see. Uh, I'm going to just share this with you so you can see the final. And now we have a very high quality picture that we can copy the image and paste it into an outbound newsletter. Okay. And uh, I could just paste that like this along with our, um, our, uh, our, you know, the, the original blog article, which I can just do a copy boop like that paste it in here. And, um, you know, once you get used to this, you know, you literally can um, produce an enormous amount of content and emails in a matter of minutes. And then you get just better and better at this all the time. And then the other thing we can do is create a copy of this, of this prompt. All right. 
So I copy this link and now I could share this with my executive, my EA and say, next one, I want you to write um, the next one. Okay, so I'll just say, here's the prompt that created all of this. Okay, and I'll just uh, create a link to it. And now anytime we click on that link, it would in fact open up in um, <clears throat> a... Uh, a window right inside their version of ChatGPT, and they can continue um, building on top of all of this knowledge that we've already built. Mm. Wow. Okay. That's really cool. Yeah. So um, any questions so far before I maybe give you one other big takeaway, and I know we are, we're going to wrap this up, but uh, what shows up for you when you see this and how much more productive do you think it would have made you as an early practitioner and some of your students that you've been working with? Well, it would have made everybody's life a lot better because one of the universal problems that people have in our field is that a lot of us who are drawn to coaching and healing and being doctors and helpers of various kinds, is that we have that urge to connect with other people in an intimate way. Mm -hmm. But that's not the skill set that makes for the ability to produce newsletters and go out into the outside world and promote yourself. And so a lot of people that quit the field after four or five years just can't make a good living. In it. Yes. And because they haven't learned to interface with the outside world. And this gives you such a huge tool that you can use to represent who you are and what you do inside out to the outside world uh, in a way that's very uh, uncomplicated and not mysterious. It's just uh, plug and play. Yes. Yep. That's uh, 100% accurate. So <clears throat> I'm going to show you something that to me is would be and, and this comes from practical example because when we're working with people when we're doing our, our coaching our superpower accelerator sessions last three full days and we capture and transcribe everything and we have to write pretty complex follow-ups and it's not unusual for our master document where we're doing everything can be 120 pages long and i might draw out the the beginnings of a full book with someone. In fact, we're at the point where we could probably not only create a brand and a product, but we could even write the majority of a full book based upon just simple dialogue, like what we're doing right now. And um, now we're experimenting with um, a voice synthesis technology that would allow us to do a audiobook version of a book with that person's voice in a day. And you know how painful it is to write a book or I mean, to, to audio narrate a book, it's hell. Yeah, um, it and it sounds really good. We're, we're just right now we're, we're automating it. Like yesterday, my son was working with a, a friend of his uh, who works for Amazon right now. And we're building out a whole platform for doing that. So I'm sharing this with you because <clears throat> the follow-up is the pain, right? And let's say you've been coaching someone they say, I want you to summarize all of the notes from this and write a follow-up email with a summary of all of the action steps to be taken and um, a summary of each of the major topics we discussed and any links to books, resources, or videos that were mentioned in this session. Okay. 
So that is a prompt. And then we can feed our um, entire transcript into the tool. So I'll show you that as our kind of our closing piece here before we wrap up. But I would, um, this right now is a podcast transcript that you and I did some time ago about, actually it was using AI and it's 17 pages in length, okay? And uh, I can click on export. So I can say, hey, I want this whole thing. And um, I can show speaker names, um, remove branding, combine paragraphs. So this is one of the key, key capabilities. But if I exported it right now, and I fed this into chat GPT with a command, I can almost guarantee you that I'll say, um, so I'll, I'll, I'll put this whole thing in here, okay? So that's 17 pages of copy, along with a command that would say, um, you know, I want you to summarize this transcript and turn it into a follow-up email that covers all of the points that we discussed and write an outbound follow-up email from Mike Koenigs to Gay Hendricks, instructing him on what we agreed on doing and what needs to happen next. So that would be a prompt. Now, I'll show you the problem. When I paste this in, here's what it's going to do. It's going to... Um, tell me that it's too long and give me an error. Okay. So I'm going to use a different tool called Claude that will um, summarize this for us. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to export this as a text file. And um, I'm going to just put it under the big leap and I'm going to do... AI for coaches, which is our, um, the name of this episode. And I'll go to Claude and I'm going to um, attach our, um, this text file along with the prompt, which I'll go back to what I wrote earlier because I don't want to retype it. Oop. So here's the prompt. Claude is like ChatGPT, but it uses a slightly different model. I'll hit enter. And um, it's not always perfect, so it might not uh, nail it. But um, if it does what it should do, there we go. Dear Gay, it's a pleasure. You know, this is our one about rusting out, leading edge, surfing the leading edge, co-authoring a book. So here are all the points that you and I discussed. Musicians singing the same songs, your new book, daily workbook, um, concert. Okay, so that was a little summary, but you can see how we could take enormously long things. And this, by the way, is how I'm writing just about everything now. I, I meet with people and we have these long meetings and, you know, going through that and digging through it and trying to figure out what we talked about it's a lot of work and like you and I could sit down for a half a day and completely write a full book. 
just by playing back and forth and come up with some ideas. We could name it. We could come up with and create a, a book cover design. Um, and, you know, it's like now you're not limited by time, money, resources, capabilities, or tools because this is your first draft partner. And it doesn't have to be perfect the first time. You know, how many, I don't know about you. I don't know how many first, second, and third drafts you write of your books, but you got to get past the first hump. Yeah, I'll give you a hint. It's way more than three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I've actually, so, one, of, one thing that I distinctly remember is I wrote the first paragraph of Conscious Loving probably 100, 150 times. Oh. Until I got it just the way I wanted it. And I also came across a while back uh notebooks that Leonard Cohen had kept. And oh, there's this yeah. one song that I like of his that he spent 150 hours just writing the lyrics to. Oh, yeah. Uh, unbelievable. And so uh, with using chat GPT as a partner, <laughs> you know, it really takes the lid off the possible creative inventions that you could come up with. Well, I, I'm very excited about this because uh, I'm actually, in a way, a very lazy person in a way. Like, I hate to do the same thing over and over again. That's just like Me my too. kryptonite. And so anytime I can get something to do a task for me, uh, that's, uh, that's solid goal. So I really hope everybody puts a serious study on how to put AI to work for you. Otherwise it can be kind of amorphous or scary. And it really doesn't need to be either one of those. It just boils down to what E.E. Uh, e. Cummings wrote in one of his poems. It says something like, it's always the beautiful question that gets the beautiful answer. And, yes. uh, you know, as you refine your ability, as you make your prompts more beautiful, out comes a more beautiful product. That is 100% true. I couldn't agree with you more. And um, maybe what we can do just uh, to finish this off is in the show notes, I'm going to include links to the tools and links to the prompt that I used with Gay. So you can actually click on that and use it yourself and see exactly how we did it. And then I'll make sure that um, I've got a link to the picture that we created Um inside here as well, which I've, um, uh, so you can see the image that we created as well. So this is the picture. And then I'll also include a link um, to the mid journey prompt that made it so that you could literally copy paste it into mid journey and see a picture like that. And there's lots and lots of other tools. Um, I'm going to give you a free gift, which is my AI for executives mini course that I made on how you can start using these tools now. And um, if you want to go down the rabbit hole, um, you can you can learn this. This is a totally learnable skill set. And um, so with that, any other last words, Gabe, before we wrap up with this episode? Make your life easy. Make your life more fun. Put AI to work for you as your partner. Right on. Okay, so with that, Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, the links are in the show notes. And uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, 
Um, there is a link in the description copy to all the goodies as well. Uh, make sure if you know someone who could benefit from this, send them a link to this episode. Anyone who's a coach or wants to be a coach, it's a great way to get going and double, triple, quadruple your capabilities with very, very little effort and work. It will make you a better question asker and a better coach at the same time. So that's it. Thanks a lot. Thanks for being with us.